This is Honey on the Sword. I know that my fan is on in my room, so it's going to give some feedback. So I apologize ahead of time. I just wanted to hop on here and just share how I'm doing. And I wanted to say, like, it really is real about having other ways to measure your progress. And it's important to not ignore if you are spiraling but also don't become so fixated on if you're spiraling or if you're doing the right thing. Because, for example, the last two weeks, I've noticed that my body, and of course, females, your cycle, it will affect whether you maintain or gain or even lose weight. So it's about water retention. It's about paying attention to, you know, what did I eat and and just portion control. But when I say portion control, I mean being aware of what you're feeling emotionally and being honest about it so that you can have portion control. Because just saying, have portion control, portion control, that's not, that's not helpful. I don't feel that that's helpful. If you just send someone away and say, portion control, that's all you need, that's not going to work. It has to be that you are truly assessing why you're eating something and why you're eating a lot of something or not eating a lot of something. Like, why are you not eating? Are you scared of if you eat something that it would affect you adversely, you know, or make you gain? But I do feel like something that I've noticed over the last two weeks, first off, let me say this, my weight has fluctuated, but it always goes back down to... (laughs) when I finished the plan, like, you know, that I did from January 18th to August 18th to the August 22nd, seriously, my body, if I stay the course, that's a phrase I have to literally say out loud to myself, stay the course, because of course you want to like fix things and make sure you're not like spiraling. But a lot of the times I'm not even spiraling because I know how to use intermittent fasting in a healthy way. And again, if you try new things or you eat different things, of course, your body is going to take a moment to say, hmm, what are you doing? Is this something you're going to be doing every day? Is this something that, you know, because you don't want to eat in too low of a caloric um, kind of window or however you want to say that, because then your body, it's going to take more work and more effort that you shouldn't even have to do in order to maintain your weight. So I think it's good to slowly, gradually keep bumping up your amount of protein and healthy fats. And I'm not a medical professional, but I just wanted to honestly say that I've had fluctuations to the point where I was like, hey, what's going on? Like, how's it going? But I can't eat corn, C-O-R-N. Like, if there's corn in something, like if it's just like, you know, cornstarch in something, my body's usually fine. But if it's flat out like made with corn, my body is like, hey, your metabolism is going to like slow down almost to a halt. So yeah, because that hippies product that I told y'all about that's made with garbanzo beans, they had like some hippie chips and I just automatically assumed like that it was just garbanzo bean, but they used corn as one of the base instead of like rice flour because rice flour is a little gentle on me um it doesn't and also ironically in the eat right for your blood type rice and things like that don't affect me adversely if I do have a carbohydrate um so all that to say is 
it is definitely certain if I've ever questioned it, corn tortillas, anything like that, meaning tortilla chips, do not work with my body type, with my makeup of who I am. As much as like, you know, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm not going to eat that at all ever. But I'm like, that's not something I can have all the time. But instead of focusing on what I can't have, it's good to be honest and say, hey, you know, I tried it. And this is how my body reacted. And this is how my body responded. But if I do have something like that, that means that I would have to do like half a portion, not even like the original serving, just because my body is very sensitive to it. It's just like intolerant of corn. So, which that's a lot of people, but it's hard because there's corn in everything. Like seriously, many things have it. So when something says it doesn't have it, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. Um, My friend's son, he actually has to avoid corn and gluten just so that he doesn't get hives and rashes and stuff. It's like a new thing for him and which I respect that. So they're the ones actually who also have those almond flour crackers and those particular ones don't have anything with corn in it. Uh, so just just know that if, if you feel like your body, and I didn't necessarily get bloated or, you know, there's certain signs that show you that maybe you should avoid something. I didn't have that sign with it, but it's just time and time again, it always goes back to that. It always goes back to I, as Marini, need to avoid corn. But if I do have something or if somebody invites me out or you know what I mean and it's the only option, I I probably will try to stick with something else still. But because usually, I mean, nowadays we're just so, we, we really should be grateful. There are so many options. Like people give options all day long, <laughs> like to everyone. Like if you're legitimately starving and you're, you're in a place where you do not have these things and it's a place of lack, I respect you and I definitely say I see where you're coming from that you just eat what you have because you have to. And and I'm, I'm very big on that because not everyone can have all the things that we can have, but I still feel like there is more than enough and there is a lot that we do have. So all that to say is for me, because it's not necessarily something where I don't have any other options or I have nothing. I don't have nothing. Like, I just think I have too many options, if I'm being honest. So I I definitely am grateful. But for me as a person who wants to maintain all the beautiful work and progress, I need to make sure that I just avoid certain things, like not have them on a regular basis or a daily basis or a weekly basis. Like if I have like corn tortillas or tortilla chips, it is definitely going to probably be once every three months or once every two months or once because someone made a meal and it had that, you know, but that's not something that I'm, but like if it just has a little cornstarch in it, like that, you know, like it's at the bottom of the list of the ingredients, it's not going to affect me like adversely. But if it's like the main ingredient and it's like, okay, I have talked about this too long, so I'm going to let it go. But you get the gist of what I'm saying. Uh, It's the same way with avocados for me. 
I have tried and tried and tried, but it's, it's really wild to me because in the eat right for your blood type book, Dr. Dr. Um, Deodamo, I say, but it's probably Deamo, <laughs> but he has different instructions for the different blood types. And for me, I've just noticed that avocado happens to be on one of the things that I should avoid. And my body tells me it like when I eat it. And it's not just because I don't eat avocados every day. And you know, it's wild because avocados are a healthy fat and so many people, it works for them and it doesn't bother their bodies. But for me, when I have avocado, like I feel it immediately. And I'm talking about not pico de gallo. I'm not saying like I had pico de gallo with avocado in it or something. No, or guacamole or something. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the whole food avocado. My tummy starts to to feel weird and feel bloated and it retains something. So that's something that I avoid. But I do know the things that I can have and can incorporate because there are some things that I should avoid, but I still eat it. Like I do unsalted roasted peanuts. And what else do I do? I occasionally do, like I've said in the previous episode, garbanzo beans, but I don't do it every day and I don't have it all the time, but I do like hummus. And so hummus in moderation, like I have to do like half a serving of hummus and I'm fine. You know, or sometimes I can have a whole her serving of hummus, but it depends on what type of hummus I bought and what's in it, you know, because sometimes they add other fillers and stuff. But hummus is something like garbanzo bean, chickpeas. I'm usually supposed to avoid it, but I don't like I don't eat it every day. But if I have hummus, like there's just something that it, it doesn't it's not so adverse on my body, like regarding the scale and fluctuation It's just dependent on what I have with it that day, you know? So I pay attention to that as well. And I continue to have like almonds available to me and dairy works for me. So I have that available for myself to eat. And yeah, what else? I just wanted to share that even it's not about only a week. It's about a month, you know, or two months or three months into a year, because I want to be able to hop on here in 2023 and 2024. Cause you know, I, I just want to become even more fit, even more toned mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. I want to be in tune even more. And I know that when I'm healthier, I feel well. Ooh, and haha, I forgot to mention, I absolutely love the documentary, the National Geographic's Disney Plus documentary with Chris Hemsworth as like the host and also he's like the main person in this series called Limitless. I really, really highly recommend Limitless. It is just absolutely inspiring, empowering. I think there's like seven or eight um, episodes in the series, but it's his life. It's his journey. Just like I call this my journey. It just really feels like his journey and his trying to figure out how he can 
be healthy and become healthier. And I just think it's great that he made that series as well because he's considered to be Thor and this superhero, but he knew that he needed to kind of fight a lot of fears because he is a person. He's not a superhero. He is not superhuman. And it's just beautiful to see how he processed things and even how to deal with aging and just interviews with other people and not just interviews, but it's just like conversations with other people and other people's stories in there of how they've overcome certain fears. And they do these extremely risky things that I know I will never do. Like some of them, I'm like, oh gosh, I I love that. Because I love hiking. So after I watched it, like I've done this in the past, but it just inspired me again to be like, hey, my limbs, my heart, my lungs function very well. My brain functions at a really high level of memorization and all of that. So for me, I'm like, I want to push that about myself, like, because I, I do have this health and wellness just to be grateful. So I love hiking. So when, when I say hiking, I don't just mean going to, there's a place in Nashville called Radnor Lake. I don't mean just going to Radnor Lake or going to Fall Creek Falls or going to Foggy Bottoms. I'm not just saying these places in Tennessee. I'm saying like, hey, I, I want to like walk from my home to my family's or, you know, cause I've done that in the past, like walked from where my sister, um, went to university and, and then just walk all the way from like kind of East Nashville kind of side of town to Brentwood. <laughs> like it does sound extreme to some people and it sounds pointless when you can have a car and transportation, but it's just something about knowing that I can do it and knowing that my limbs work really well. My faculties work really well, that I have the ability and the capacity to do it. And my body is grateful for it. And our bodies want that kind of behavior. If we allow it that it's better to not, I always say the word incorrectly, but sedentary. It's just, it's better to have movement. And it's better to always have something that your brain needs to be challenged with. You know, whether it be brushing your teeth with your right hand if you're left-handed or brushing your teeth with your left hand if you're right-handed or taking a different path than you usually take to work or memorizing three words. You don't just have to wait till you're older and have a physician telling you, hey, I'm going to tell you these three words at the beginning of our, um, you know, appointment. And then at the end of the appointment, I need you to say them back to me in order. It shouldn't be that. It should be that you do it yourself, that you challenge yourself in that way. Like at the beginning of the day, give yourself three words. And at the end of the day, when you get off of work or if you had errands or if you just had something that you had to do, just to ask yourself, what are those three words again? You know, so I like to challenge my short-term memory and my long-term memory. My long-term memory is really strong. Memorization is really strong for me anyway. So my coworkers, my family, my friends, they know 
that if someone tells me their birthday, I'm usually going to remember that. I even can remember birthdays before I remember someone's name, but I usually remember their name as well. So it's just definitely a blessing to be able to use your brain, use your muscles, use your what you have, use it because you have it, but also not to be afraid of aging. Aging is a part of life and just being grateful for each day versus like, how can I stop aging? You know, because that is a a trend right now too. It's like anti-aging this, anti-aging that, which I do believe in that regarding green tea and things like that. Like the dendrite situation, meaning your, your telomeres and your dendrite and your telomere and just basically those kind of like the shoelace caps on your DNA that helps your DNA not unravel faster than it should. I definitely love that. But aging is a part of life. And that's also in that series, like at the end of it. And it's very powerful and healing. And a lot of the people that tell their journey and their story within this series it's very impactful. It's very, it's, it's like you can celebrate yourself. You can celebrate your accomplishments. You can celebrate what you can do. It's not that you need to do everything that Chris Hemsworth did in that series, but there are tools in that series that are helpful regarding breathing and proper breathing and allowing yourself to breathe and learning how to do box breathing and, also meditation and what that means about nature and being in nature and how to be still and allow yourself to think on things that are good and just and right and noble and lovely and good. I already said that, but yeah, meditate on those things. It's, it's important to meditate on things that push us beyond fear, that push us beyond the limits of fear. And so that's what I got from that series. And I highly recommend it. And it's something that I, if it's still available to me, like, uh, uh, you know, I think that they'll have it on Disney plus for a long time, but sometimes certain things, they take, take those things away. Disney doesn't really do that though, but it's something that I really want to watch every, every month or every two months if possible, because that series just, man, it's not even that all of the things he said were new, but it was that it helped me realize like, wow, look at what you've accomplished. Look at what you have done. Look at what you are accomplishing and look what you can continue to protect. You know, we don't have control of, you know, what happens in our lives on a regular basis. Things usually come at us, but the fact that you can combat fear and move past those things and learn proper breathing and things that can continue to allow you to be well mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's just beautiful to me. So I talked a long time about about that, but that series, uh, I I love it. (laughs) And I know my friends, like if, if they ever want to like hang out and watch something, I'll be like, Hey, let's watch Limitless. Let's watch something from that. Because there's so many, I'm telling you, the people, the people inside of that series that were interviewed and that they conversed with, that Chris conversed with them about their journey, it was just, 
very, very powerful. So all of that to say is please give yourself grace on your journey and just know that you can do this. I say that because don't ignore or be in denial if you are spiraling, but you may not be spiraling, you know, because when my weight fluctuated over the last two weeks, I freaked out. Like I did, but I was like, no, stay the course, stay the course. And guess what? (laughs) I'm like back to where I was when I first started this journey in the first place, like meaning not the beginning, but the ending of it. And just being honest with myself saying, hey, don't forget to have vision. Remember what you have accomplished, like all of the fat and the weight that you've lost. Why not just enjoy your life? That's why I was saying that series really impacted me because it was like, oh, man, I'm on this journey. I'm already doing this in a good way. And and it just also that series helped me to realize, like, I do not like winter, y'all. If you know me, you know, I do not like winter at all. But that series helped me to realize the benefit of winter because they were saying the middle temperature is not necessarily good for our immune system. They didn't say it like that. Just watch it. (laughs) I'm paraphrasing. But they were just saying the two extremes of very hot temperatures and very cold temperatures are very healthy for our immune system. But when we linger within that middle comfortable kind of temperature, it's not necessarily helping our immune system. So I've been able to adapt better regarding winter. And I know we're not in full-blown winter yet here in the U.S. Well, some people are up north, but in the south, like, we're just having, like, 30-degree weather. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 39, and then it pushes back up to 44 or stays in the 50s or the 40s, you know? But we don't have, like, below freezing or below zero or, you know, we haven't had that And we may not get that. We haven't been in the teens, you know, but I do feel prepared for winter because of this series that I watched and how to appreciate it because intermittent fasting and fasting has helped my immune system so very much and has helped my body to not age quickly. It's not about thinking that you won't age. It's about how can we just not rush the aging process because we're living recklessly or just don't care. But yeah, there's a way to live well and to help others and to be grateful and live in that way. So yeah, I just wanted to make sure I shared. If you truly are not spiraling, stay the course. Stay the course with what you've done. Don't do anything silly or drastic because you feel like you're going to mess it up. Your body is fine. You are doing well. Don't do anything drastic. Stay the course. You know, because, I mean, it is a great idea of like, ooh, it would be nice to lose more weight. That would be great. But sometimes your body's like, hey, I just want to see you maintain this. I just want to help you maintain all the work you've already done. So it's just to be honest mentally so that you can protect yourself physically. So yeah, I hope this encourages and helps you somehow, but I wanted to make sure I hopped on here to tell you how it's been going. And this may actually be my last entry of my, you know, journey regarding this. Like I may do an entry here and there 
later on, but I am going to be doing a series with Xerxes soon. We were supposed to record uh, this past Monday, but I was not able to get together with him, but he's excited and ready to share, and you guys know Xerxes. He's awesome. So just know that that's something in the near future, and I wish you all the best. Be well, be healthy, be loved, be accepted, be gracious with yourselves.